Welcome to Pub Talk Radio, guys. This is this is exciting. Uh, finally, getting this podcast started. Um, been talking about it for two years. I want to just jump right into it because uh, I don't want to waste anybody's time. So uh, here's my two. I'm Max Maselia, obviously, and uh, this is my two co-hosts. Uh, wait, Ben Hundley and Jeff Chapman. Um, Jeff, why don't you give us a little a little background info on you? As he said, I am Jeff Chapman. I'm a up-and-coming college basketball coach right now at the JUCO level, and I'm sure we'll talk about that because I got hell of a story from all the days in my JUCO, and I've only been here for four months. I'm expertise in basketball, clearly, because, hell, I'm coaching it. I'm very understood in football and lacrosse and just about every other sport except they're going to talk over my head in soccer, but maybe one day I'll talk over their head in lacrosse. We'll see how this podcast works out for us. All right, and uh, Ben Hundley, uh, give us a little background on you. Yeah, so I'm a uh, senior of some year at Wichita <laughs> State, working a continual sport management degree, and uh, my primary expertise is entirely soccer. Um, outside of that, I'll give you a little bit of a scoop every now and then if we ever dive into e-gaming, uh, <laughs> the new up-and-coming ESPN life. <laughs> we might get there, people. Like we're hey, really, <laughs> we, this is my, a versatile sports podcast. So my only goal is to get e-gaming talked about seriously on this show before Jeff has a chance to talk lacrosse with us. That's <laughs> new new talking point. Already already coming out with the big guns here. Then making a So let's just dive right into this. Odell Beckham Jr. He's making a lot of ruckus in the NFL. He's acting like a baby, in my opinion. But I'm just the host here. I just want to get the the hot takes. From my two co-hosts here. So, Jeff, why don't you start us out with Odell Beckham? Well, the takes are hot. And I just, I don't understand what everybody is expecting from this guy. He's needs to be seeing a sports psychologist more than he needs to be seeing coaches at this point right now. But it's exactly what we've expected from Odell Beckham. I mean, at LSU, he was a head case. Les Miles couldn't control him, and Les Miles is a guy that can control just about any kind of person that he's got coming through there, except you don't want to find yourself on that less Miles list. But Beckham's always been that way. He was a baby at LSU. Les Miles always had trouble with him in practice. They, they literally had to beg him to catch balls in practice with two hands because he just wanted to catch everything with one hand. He's all about theatrics. He's all about putting on a show. I mean, hell, look at his hair all the damn time. He's kicking field goal kicking nets he's just he's one that needs to be seen he's a peacock he wants to show you his feathers and i don't know why we expect anything different of him everybody says he needs to grow up and mature he's he's a kid he's not gonna grow up and mature this is what he wants everything that you're seeing from odell beckham is what odell beckham wants he loves being the center of attention and not having fun he's not having fun because everybody's finally on his ass about it that's why he's not having fun. I completely agree, Ben. What do you got? What do you, you got? Anything to add? There? So, here's the thing: is I firmly believe he will calm down and change 
fairly soon. But my logic on that is as Ben McAdoo starts to establish how he wants to run the Giants post-Coughlin era, he has to take control of his superstars because the last thing he wants is to recreate what Dallas has with Des Bryant. Jerry Jones does not care what Des Bryant does, and Jason Garrett can't control a thing. So <laughs> very true. I mean, Des is never making right. it to practices, and when he does, he's late, doesn't care. I mean, he's skipping MRIs that obviously are important to the you know benefit of the team, and he just doesn't care. So I think you'll see as the Giants try to establish this new coaching, this coaching culture, like it'll get settled down. Do you think, Ben or Jeff, you can take this, do you think that the NFL should be more like the NBA in giving superstars calls? Do you think that that will ever shift? Do you think the NFL will ever shift into that? Or do you think it's just going to be like the same baby business that we're talking about? Like he's just going to be a crybaby. It's, it's going to be the same crybaby fashion because you have two different leaders in the NBA and the NFL. You have a progressive Adam Silver in the NBA, and I have a hot take on the differences between the NFL and the NBA straight from commissioners that I'm going to dive into at some point, but then you got Roger Goodell, the the tyrant, the what I say is right, I control this, the owners control this, you don't control, they don't care about the superstars at this point. I mean, the superstars are out there to make money, and the superstars are out there to get what they want, but they're not going to change calls for them. And I think, to go back to Ben's point, I'm not sure you want Odell Beckham to calm down. I think in the terms of Des Bryant, yes, hell yes, hell yes, you want him to calm down. But I don't, I don't look at Odell as a Des Bryant. I look at Odell as a Randy Moss. I look at him as he's going to have his damn fun, and he's going to do it his way. And he's still going to be the same dude day in and day out. Nobody wanted to change Randy Moss except for maybe the heads of the Vikings when he was doing it because they're getting their asses fined so damn much. I, don't, I think that's the only thing they're going to find. You're going to find that Odell Beckham's going to be Odell Beckham. And he's going to be Randy Moss-like. He's, gonna, he's not going to be the superstar, hard-nosed, as good, but he will definitely be Odell Beckham. He's not going to calm down. Let's just jump right into this next. What are you guys thinking for NFL power rankings? I'd like to do this weekly. By the way, follow us at Pub Talk Radio. Email us, pubtalkradio247 at gmail.com. We want to know what you guys want us to talk about. That's, that's a big thing. But next thing I want to do, NFL power rankings top five. Um, why don't you start it out, Ben? Yeah, so... I'm going to just go straight down my list. I know it's going to be different than Jeff's, which is exactly <laughs> what we want. But I'm going to be a lot more straightforward to what you're probably going to hear day in and day out. I have the Seahawks at five, Steelers at four, my beautiful, beautiful Broncos at three. God bless. Oh, man. I really hope we get Trevor Simeon back soon because Paxton is not ready. Uh, the Vikings at two. Yeah. Uh, Jeff yeah. is Jeff's Jeff's shaking his head. I know everybody on the, the old and podcast world. Number one, it pains me, but the New England Patriots, 
winning games with a third-string qu- qu- quarterback, not a care in the world. Brady comes back, bar it being against the Browns, but not a single ounce of rust, just ready to keep playing. And LeGarrette has really had a great chance to break out as a running back, and it's just giving him that much more confidence, and the Patriots are going to be tough this year, without a doubt. All right, Jeff, what do you got? What do you Give us your t- let's just list your top five out first, and then let's let's start this debate <laughs> going. Okay, well I've really fought with this. I've rewrote this about three or four times in the time that I knew I had to have my power rankings ready today. I've tussled with it, and at five I have the Green Bay Packers, fresh off the win from the New York Giants tonight, three and one, and they're not doing anything special. They're winning, and almost beat those green those purple guys that stay in Minnesota. Um, At at number four, uh, this is the one I really tussled with. I didn't know if I wanted to go with Denver or if I wanted to go with Minnesota, but I'm going to put Minnesota there now. And I'm not going to even comment on that because I have a lot to say about Minnesota that will come later. At at number three, I'm going to put the Seahawks. Uh, I think they have a lot to do, but they're the Seahawks, you know, and Russell Wilson's got them going. They miss Marshawn. They really miss Marshawn, but they're doing, a, they're doing a fair job of balancing it. They got a lot to figure out. And number two, I'm putting the Pittsburgh Steelers. That steel curtain, uh, how many damn receivers do they have? I mean, they got they got so much power, it's stupid on that line. Ben Roethlisberger could close his eyes and just throw it in the vicinity of half his guys, and they're going to come down with it. And, and number one, I, it's, I don't even think it's close. I don't think you can even come close to competing with the New England Patriots right now. Whether you want to say that these guys are system players or whatever, that system works, and Bill Belichick's a killer. Bill Belichick might be the greatest coach of all time, and that team is rolling. I mean, they were they were talking about starting Julian Edelman at quarterback, and they probably would have won. They probably would have won. Hey, you give the Bills some credit; they took care of it. Yeah, well, we we do have <laughs> to give we do have to give these Buffalo guys credit. I'm not sure I give them credit. I give Rex Ryan his. I don't know. I'm not going to say I'm going to give him credit. I just give him he's he really hates the Patriots, and he was going to do everything it took to beat the Patriots. But to, to shut them out, that's something. I'll give you credit on that. So, what do you – greatest coach of all time, Bill Belichick. Up there with Lombardi, you think? You're, you're, you're standing by that statement. I'm standing by that statement. I think it's very close, and you can have a honest argument with it. Lombardi's going to be historically – the greatest and he's going to be the legend greatest he's always going to have a bigger legend than Belichick because who knows what we find out with Belichick through cheating Spygate uh, Deflategate who knows what else we find out as time rolls on but I think he's definitely it's worth talking about I'd like to seg- oh, this is a nice segue it's not really it's not a perfect segue but keeping it in the NFL what what is with this Vikings defense why are they so good? One, and two. Why do we not know anybody on on that on that defense? Like I literally cannot name you one player on that defense right now. I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> go, <laughs> go for it, Joe. Well, I mean, the thing that's changed in the NFL recently is that 
everybody, as we, as the NCAA got away from the BCS system, the bowl championship system, and they went towards playoff, these college scouts stopped caring as much about these Power Five conferences. They stopped caring about what team is uh, up in the polls in the BCS. They started paying attention to teams like Houston, the American League. They got so many teams coming up. They got people are looking at Memphis. Good old Paxton Lynch has been talked about a minute ago from Memphis. They're looking at teams like Temple, uh, Central Florida, South Florida. They're looking at teams that didn't get attention before the Bulls series started because now they have the ability to be where those BCS teams were as they weren't before. Before then, it was just Boise State. You paid attention to Boise State and the Power Five conferences. Now, anybody can make a run for anybody's head. It's it's incredible. It's great for the game. It's great for the landscape of the game, and that's why you don't know anybody, because these guys played at Fresno State or San, San Jose State, San Diego State. They played at places you don't know because you don't get to watch them as much, but these college scouts are doing their job, and they're doing them well. Let's move on to this next top. Let's get out of the NFL, guys. Uh, I don't want, we're, we're like we're 14 minutes in. We're, we, we haven't talked anything else. We got 15 minutes left, so let's let's go into the Major League Baseball playoffs. Uh, what are we looking? What are we looking at for predictions here, boys? Here's the deal: the World Series is gonna be Toronto in the Cup. Nothing in my life is more depressing than the Cubs being in the World Series. I am <laughs> um, a staunch Cardinals fan, and I wrestled with the idea, would I rather the Cubs lose the first series of the playoffs or blow a three-game lead in the World Series? And I think this is the game. They blow at least a two- or three-game lead against Toronto. I agree. I I agree in that fact, but I, I do you really think they're going to get out of this this first round? That's, that's, they still got to get out of that, so... I, I think the Cubs are getting to the World Series. Their their pitching is taking care of them. They hit the ball well. Everything is going well. Um, and I know a lot of Cubs fans are excited about the prospect of going against Toronto's pitching. I think they're a little ahead of themselves in that. Um, but I just I have to put them there. Yeah, I I agree. you don't have the best rec- record in baseball for no reason. Yeah, that's a but that that's that whole hot. You got to be hot going into the playoffs. That's who wins the World Series every yeah. year. And I don't. And I think they've just been black the days cool for the last. You know, I mean, they've had. It, it seems like they they have kept winning, but I think they really took their foot off the gas there in the last month. What do you think, Jeff? I think that they can take their foot off the gas a little bit. I think that you can sit back with how much real talent they have on that team and I don't think you need to at the at the point they beat they were the first team to secure a playoff spot this year by a, almost a week I think might have been even more than that and so when you're in a position like that why put your foot on the pedal I understand the streaks and whatnot you want to be hot going in but there's just so much talent on that team that I don't think you need to put keep your pedal your foot down I, I just don't – I think it's completely different than any other sport in that aspect. And here's the thing. The Cubs, especially with what you just talked about, Max, 
with William get out of the series. They took care of Cueto. It took them the entire game to finally get what they needed. That's true. But if you beat Cueto, you're already off in a great place. And I think the Giants have the best pitching rotation in the playoffs, and they're up two games. I mean, at the end of the day, if you can find a way to hit on great pitchers, you're going to win. So I have to have them in the World Series at least. As for my World Series prediction, I'm a, I'm a big fan of theatrics when it comes to baseball because I'm on the Bryce Harper train and believe that we need to make baseball fun again. But I'm not on the Bryce Harper train to think that the Nationals are going to be in the damn World Series. I think the World Series is going to be the Cubs. Of course, the good old Cubbies. I can't go against that. I agree with you on that, Ben. But because of the way that this season has gone and the way that life seems to be funny sometimes, I think the streak is going to be broken against the team that broke the last streak in the Red Sox. And I think Big Poppy's going to make it to a World Series in his last year. I like I like that pick a lot. I think the Red Sox definitely gained a lot of momentum going into that into that last stretch of the season, and Big Poppy is just like unreal. I just think it's heart and soul of the team. Heart and soul of the team. Just having the maybe the best year of his career in his retirement year. You know what I mean? Like it's that that alone. Like I'm just, I'm I'm with you, Jeff. I think the Red Sox are gonna. Definitely take it from the Cubs. I just don't think the Cubs. I just think the curse is real. I think the curse is definitely real. And I and I and I'm with Dan Patrick here. And that the last. I think the last great story maybe in sports is the Cubs winning the World Series again. And I don't know if I'm ready for that to happen. Like I, <laughs> that's just that's just my opinion though. So I think if the Cubs win the World Series, I might buy a plane ticket to Chicago and see what's going on that day. I'm avoiding that place. <laughs> <laughs> So let's move on into hockey here. All three of us are pretty, pretty decent hockey fans, I'd say. But me and Jeff are probably the, the resident. I'm a big Pittsburgh Penguins fan. Jeff is a Predators fan. You got the old uh, Avalanche fan here. <laughs> he's holding Kissing up his. Puck right he's now. holding up his Avalanche puck. Why? What can what can the NHL do to get this sport to where it needs to be? Because in my opinion, and I'll say this, every time we talk about hockey. There's no better sport to watch to me. I, I think what? it's a hundred percent. It's so the 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 action. It's so action packed that you literally can't even take your eyes off the screen. And I just I love I love it so much. Like so, what do we? What does the NHL need to do to get it off the ground? So, I've got a few things, and it's more or less issues with what the NHL is uh, doing, but. The biggest thing from the NHL side, from the league side, is that they're trying to put franchises in places that will grow the league, but the markets just aren't sustainable. Phoenix, Carolina, like, it is a cold-weather sport, and they're trying so hard to get away from what's working. And I understand that they're trying to extend that draw, like you said, to make it more popular across the U.S., but that's not working. Now, outside of the league, you've got a few issues. U.S. athletes at hockey are not the best. Right. Canadians, Russians, better. 
it's we have some stars, but we're not as talent packed. It's the same reason that U.S. soccer struggles. Americans want to see our teams win, our athletes su- succeed. You know, right? And that's not happening. Also, those stars that we do have are not marketed. That's very true. Our athletes in America that are hockey stars, if you will, right? You don't hear about them. You don't see them getting marketed. And it's if not the, like if they do get press. It's bad for us. <laughs> yeah. Like Patrick now, <laughs> you're not wrong. Eighty-eight. But like, yeah, like if you think back to, oh, I don't know. I guess I'd go this way. You can think of an American in every sport, and you go, okay, he's a superstar in that league. Right. Ask someone on the street, who's a superstar that's an American in the NHL? You're going to get a handful of answers, and quite a few of them are probably going to be Canadians that people thought are Americans. Right. Because we don't seem to – yeah, we don't distinguish that very well. Um, Somebody say Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. And the last big thing is you have to look at youth. You want to have kids like your sport, but club hockey is probably the most expensive thing for your kid to do, especially in Midwest Kansas. Like for us here in Wichita, if your kid is on a club hockey team, you're not playing anywhere in this area. You are traveling. It's expensive. New skates are expensive. Like there's just so much. You got a lot of things of. going against you if you're not in the north. That's for sure. What do you What do you got, Jeff? Mm-hmm. Uh. uh... He hit it on the head. I, I was going to say two two words, youth leagues. The thing about hockey is that we aren't garnering up enough want from the kids. And as a guy that has spent a ton of time around youth hockey in Wichita, Kansas, at the Wichita Ice Rink, how y'all doing if y'all want to send a sponsorship this way? What's up, man? We drank, <laughs> drank a lot of Ice House beer in that place, and they owe me a lot for putting me through that torture. But... It's youth leagues. Um, there's no, there's no want for kids to be playing hockey because they want to be outside and all this stuff. But it, it comes down to, like Ben also said, marketing. I mean, think about when you watch an NFL game or when you watch an NBA game. You always see the Play 60 commercials, or you see the NBA Cares commercials. You see a ton of NBA players doing camps every week with kids, getting them wanting to play basketball, wanting to do this. You see NFL guys going and doing camps with young kids all the time. And I know that NHL players are doing that, but the NHL isn't marketing as such. The NHL has gone in the way of marketing more of the fast-paced violence, more or less. You love seeing those commercials of the checks, the crazy checks that you're getting. No parent wants to put their kid on skates and say, hey, Timmy, make let Big Johnny crush you into those boards over there. That's worse. They're thinking that's worse than football. And that's it's outrageous to me that they think of that as worse than football because, I mean, taking a puck to the face can't be fun. I've never experienced it. I've taken a puck to other places, but a face, that's not fun. But it's, it's youth leagues. It, it's youth leagues. Hot clock. It's a segment where Ben and Jeff get to talk about whatever they want for two minutes. Jeff? Or for the hot clock, maybe, at that time. Two minutes? I might need more than that. He might Easy. need more than that. And today, it's not the debate, okay? Today is going to be Jeff. So, Jeff, 
You're on the clock. As I stated earlier in the podcast, I have a very, very bold opinion about the commissioners of the NFL and the NBA. One thing that I wish Roger Goodell would take his head out of his ass and do is lighten up on the drug penalties. In the NBA, weed is not something that gets you kicked out of games. It's because Adam Silver understands. These are grown men, and marijuana has not been proven to affect their gameplay. If they're on it while they're in a game, probably, but not when they're at home. And there's no... I mean, it's being decriminalized all over the place. It's legal in two states. Fully legal in two states. In the NFL, you smoke a joint and piss hot. You're not playing. You're not playing for a number of games. And when we got real things to worry about when in these piss tests, we're screening for weed. It's just outrageous to me. And the fact that Roger Goodell wants these guys to piss clean all the time, you're making it real hard for them to piss clean when you're worried about something. You should be worried about these motherfuckers. Oh, damn it. You should be worried about these dudes <laughs> pissing for HGH or pissing for anything that's going to affect the game. Affect the game. I don't want dudes out there on cocaine, but damn, I don't, want, I don't care if they've been smoking weed at the house. Like, especially for the Denver Broncos. The Denver Broncos are put at the worst, the worst position. It's legal in that entire state. There's dispensaries probably right across the street from Sports Authority or whatever they're going to name that stadium now. And I'm sure that they're, they're buying it. There's no way they're not buying it. It is legal in the state that they live in. But you piss hot from one joint, you're sitting. Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon. That man had to check himself into rehab. He's smoking weed. Ricky Williams, that man lost his career. He's smoking weed. He did a bunch of other stuff, too, but he was smoking weed. Adam Silver, how many players have you suspended from smoking weed? None. It takes a lot for you to get kicked out of the NBA for drugs. Just ask O.J. Mayo. He's got a lifetime ban because that dude was on meth and PCP. That's something that's definitely needs to look out. That affects players' lives. That affects their livelihood. That affects everyone around them. The image of the league. But ask anybody. The image of the league, is the image of the league for the NBA bad? Do you think it's bad? No. It is probably one of the best up sports in image. And they let people smoke weed. Well, we got the hot seat there from Jeff. I want to... I want to just uh, thank you guys for coming out today. Really excited to get this going. I hope you guys tune in next week. I hope it wasn't uh, I hope it wasn't too bad for you. Uh, we're getting the kinks worked out here. Follow us on social media, please. Uh, tell your friends. Uh, we're going to be coming up on iTunes at Pub Talk Radio on Twitter. Look us up on Facebook, Pub Talk Radio. Email us, email us, email us. Give us your feedback. Tell us, tell us what you want us to talk about. Let me oh. talk about soccer. Yeah, we're gonna, gonna get in. in. We're gonna get into soccer and how all three of us hate Michael Bradley. That's gonna happen mm. next week. So you don't let you don't want to miss that. 
Are you listening, Michael Bradley? Please listen to Pub Talk Radio, Michael Bradley. You need to listen to us. Us three are here to help you, Michael Bradley. You're an idiot. You're playing like a dumbass. Listen, Michael Bradley. Listen. And if Corey Howell, you see this guy named Corey Howell mentions giving us all kinds of trouble on Twitter, don't worry about that guy. He's the only person that's ever liked Michael Bradley for captain of that team. So, <laughs> like, yeah. once again, at Pub Talk Radio, uh, it's been a pleasure, you guys. We're signing out. Uh, you got any? You guys want to throw in like a catchphrase or something? Want to get? Want to? Well, my only catchphrase is uh, I don't have a catchphrase. <laughs> I'm just gonna tell people that next week I'm gonna give you a review of this delicious beer I'm drinking. <laughs> like, what do you think? What delicious. you got, Jeff? What do you got, Jeff? Uh, I, I got nothing. Hashtag <laughs> Shocker Nation. Hashtag. Uh, uh, yeah, hashtag Shocker Nation. We will have. A lot of features coming up with people coming on, talking to us, and stick around. It's going to get better, I promise. Stick around because... <laughs> they can only get better. We are going to have guests that actually are cool. If, and if they we'll... get worse, we'll <laughs> before you even tell us. <laughs> Looking forward to that. Uh, just want to let everybody know. Love you guys. Love all of our support out there. And uh, discount double check. Let's go Packers. Oh, my God. God. <laughs> Discount All double check. Go Packer fans. Go pack go baby. No. Picking up that win tonight. Alright. No. See you guys later.